I was talking about that kind of uh, interaction with one of my clients who's also a, a physician and he's like, have you ever tried mouth taping? And I was like, mouth taping? I was like, uh, no, I, it's interesting because I've seen products kind of, I guess, targeted towards me on Instagram, I'm sure, because the phone is always listening. Uh, there's this product called hostage tape. It's basically tape that goes over the mouth, and I had no idea what that was for. I saw that, and I, I, I would just see it, and I was just swipe past it. I was like, I don't know what these crazy people are into. Um, so I would just never even look more into it. Um, so, But then, of course, he mentioned it. I was like, whoa. And he was like, yeah, you just put a little piece of medical tape, you know, adhesive tape vertically over your mouth and, you know, wear a breathe right strip. And it kind of trains you to uh, try to, you know, breathe through your nose. And, uh, you know, he also mentioned you got to train your tongue to kind of like push it to the roof of your mouth, uh, which sounds, you know, more challenging, uh, I mean, than, than just taping your mouth shut, in my opinion. You're listening to the Addicted to Fitness Podcast, brought to you by Elemental Training Tampa. Now, here's your hosts, Nick and Shannon Birch. Thanks for stopping by and checking out another edition of the Addicted to Fitness Podcast. Flying solo tonight, guys. Uh, Shannon is dealing with a little respiratory illness. Um, so, And it's kind of ironic because uh, we are going to talk about uh, a respiratory topic on this week's episode. Uh, I'm actually going to talk about something that's uh, uh, really become popular on TikTok, uh, which doesn't make it great, but I'm going to talk about mouth taping. It's actually come up several times in my day-to-day -day life uh, recently because I'm someone who uh, snores at night, as we've talked about on the podcast. We actually did a... Um, you know, an episode about sleep recently that you guys probably heard me uh, and Shannon talk about, complain about my snoring. Uh, so uh, this mouth taping is a trend that some people claim can help uh, minimize snoring. So we're going to jump into that. But before we jump into that, we're going to jump into uh, thanking you for coming and listening to today's episode. Um, we uh, really appreciate you. So if anybody's new to the podcast, welcome all you old listeners. Welcome back, as we like to say. Uh, we have been doing this podcast for going on seven years now. Um, close, I mean, close to, we're going to, close to our seventh anniversary. So uh, over six years, hidden into our seventh, um, over 376 episodes. So uh, plenty for you guys to go back into the catalog and look into. Obviously, if you listen to us on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a rating review. Spotify, do the same. Um, but not all those episodes are going to be on Spotify or uh, Apple Podcasts. Uh, if you want to see all the episodes, go to addictedtofitness.lipson.com. So like I said, go there, see all the way back to the 2016 era when we were uh, recording podcasts. Let's see, 2023, yep, all the way back to 2016 when we started. So you guys can check some of the old school episodes. Hear me as a fresh young podcaster. Uh, but uh, also, uh, we want you to uh, make sure you follow us on Instagram at the ATF Podcast, and you guys can stay up to date to kind of the day-to-day -day stuff. We share stories on there and some extra content. So make sure you like us or follow us on Instagram. So on to training recap for my week. Great week of training. Really got into jiu-jitsu this week. Um, I had a, uh, uh, I know I told about it on last, my, what I got, what's got me pumped last week. 
mentioned my neck injury I was dealing with. Got some uh, 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 acupuncture from my mother-in-law. Felt great Monday, good as, you know, the best I had in weeks. And so I was like, oh, okay, I'll go. I'll try it. I'll, I'll try it out at Jiu-Jitsu on Tuesday, but I'll take it easy, you know. Let people know that, um, you know, I'm dealing with a neck injury, almost there. Well, the very first roll, I re-aggravated again. So, and to describe it, basically, um, I... You know, it, it's hard to even describe, but I had my legs thrown over my head while I'm laying on my back, um, and my neck kind of, I got a, essentially, I got an adjustment, um, an, uh, a spontaneous adjustment to my neck. I heard my neck crack three different times while it happened, and uh, how I felt the kind of the pain in my upper back kind of shoot through. Stopped immediately, kind of rested, but then I was able to go back and finish the, the session or finish the, uh, the, the, the class. Thought I was going to be mobile the next day, but woke up feeling pretty good. So I'm hoping that, you know, it was uh, a minimal injury. I don't know if the uh, the uh, spontaneous adjustment helped me or not, but I didn't feel too bad and also got a follow-up uh, treatment, acupuncture treatment today. So the rest of the week went great. Got another jujitsu uh, roll in. Felt good then. Got a private in and got to the gym a couple times to do some lifting and had a nice kind of recovery day on Friday. Uh, went on the sauna for a couple uh sessions went back in the pool in the hot tub really taking care of my body and feeling pretty good now that it's the end of the week or start of a new week so um, it was a good training week of training and look to uh, get some more of those uh, jujitsu sessions in this week had a you know end of the summer here and uh, uh, clients are uh, going out of town getting their last bit of vacation in before school year starts for most of them and or their their kids I should say so um, have uh, several clients out this week so I would be able to you know uh, get some more jujitsu in but also hopefully give some more content to you guys on the ATF uh, podcast Instagram share some more stories, maybe throw some questions up to you guys and uh, so we can get some polls going about some uh, fitness and wellness questions so you get your guys' input. So I would love your input on this next topic that we're going to discuss because it's kind of a, a new thing that I just got introduced to. So obviously, as we mentioned earlier, or as I mentioned earlier, mouth taping. So this is a trend that I didn't even know about. So it, it kind of came up, uh, I guess, the the order of way or things is that I went and got my uh, my my first physical or my first physical with my new primary care physician um, uh, probably about I guess it was technically a little over a week and a half ago and we were talking about everything you know it was kind of initial consultation went through my whole kind of health history and what I'm concerned with what I'm interested in and trying to optimizing because that's my main thing and she was very understanding very uh, willing to to help with that so she was like and I was kind of interesting you know something I brought up before with going to ENT and ear nose and throat doctor recently is that uh, my snoring you know once again uh, it's, uh, so my uh, little lovely Shannon reminds me and uh, tries to uh, uh, mitigate that throughout the night on certain nights that are worse than others uh, by, you know, gently shoving me to uh, shut me up, uh, for lack of better words. Uh, But, you know, it's uh, something that I'm hoping that maybe I can kind of cure overall. So, um, you know, I don't have the typical, I guess, um, attributes 
uh, physical attributes or kind of, I don't know if affliction is the right word, that someone with sleep apnea normally has. Um, usually it's kind of, it's synonymous with obesity or other kind of chronic, chronic issues. Um, but um, I do have, you know, a, a history of some uh, nasal and sinus issues, uh, allergies when I'm younger. Um, went to the ENT recently and says I have a deviated symptom on one side of my nasal cavity, but not so on the other. Um, but uh, basically, my uh, pr new primary care physician said, hey, what we can do is order you a sleep study. You can do it at home, log your, uh, basically, the results, and obviously, Shannon can help with that. And you can send it in to see if you need a sleep apnea machine. Um, you know, some of the basic questionnaires to see if you have sleep nap apnea is... You know, um, the one thing is like the, she asked me was, you know, do you wake up feeling sleepy every morning? And the answer is no, I usually don't. I usually feel pretty energized in the morning. You know, I'll have nights of bad sleep, but um, typically I'm usually pretty refreshed in the morning. So um, that was something that they say you probably don't have sleep apnea, but you would have to do a sleep study to really confirm that. But uh, I was talking about that kind of uh, interaction with one of my clients who's also a, a physician. And he was like, have you ever tried mouth taping? And I was like, mouth taping? I was like, uh, no. I. It's interesting because I've seen products kind of, I guess, targeted towards me on Instagram, I'm sure, because the phone is always listening. Uh, there's this product called hostage tape. It's basically tape that goes over the mouth, and I had no idea what that was for. I saw that and I, I, I would just see it and I was just swipe past it. I was like, I don't know what these crazy people are into. Um, so I would just never even look more into it. Um, so, but then of course he mentioned it and I was like, whoa. And he was like, yeah, you just put a little piece of medical tape, you know, adhesive tape vertically over your mouth and, you know, wear a breathe right strip. And it kind of trains you to uh, try to, you know, breathe through your nose. And, uh, you know, he also mentioned you got to train your tongue to kind of like push it to the roof of your mouth, uh, which sounds, you know, more challenging, uh, I mean, than, than just taping your mouth shut, in my opinion. But uh, it was the first person somebody even like verbalized it to me. And then, of course, you know, I saw it more. I saw like a sleep doctor on Instagram talking about it in one of her reels um, and encouraging it. So I was like, is this a thing? I mean, obviously, I knew my client who's a physician. I know, you know, he wouldn't, you know, just make something up. But I went into it. I looked through some articles, and I found an interesting one on EverydayHealth.com talking to a couple different doctors. And apparently, there is one doctor, excuse me, I'm going to see, Kearney. Her name is Ann Kearney. She's a doctor of clinical science in speech language pathology, speech language pathology <laughs> excuse me, and a speech and swallowing disorder specialist uh, at the department or in the department of, I'm going to try this one, otolaryngology at Stanford University. So that's a tough one. Uh, she is studying the effects of mouth taping on snoring. And, and so she was saying that, you know, there's some things that are benefit about uh, why breathing through your nose is better than breathing through your mouth. She said, when air moves through the nasal cavity, it is warm and humidifying. When you exhale through your nose during the day or night, the air you take in is also filtered, removing dust, allergens, and other particles, and it activates the body's relaxing, stress-reducing parasympathetic 
parasympathetic nervous system. Um, but in contrast, mouth breathing may encourage my time snoring and leave you with a dry mouth. So something that um, basically the idea of uh, uh, mouth taping is to convert you from a mouth sleeper or mouth breather, mouth sleeper, mouth breather to a nose breather while you sleep. Um, so, but um, many doctors, and according to this article, are saying it's not proven yet. And you know, the it's interesting because the uh, Kearney. Uh, I forget her name, Ann Kearney, excuse me, um, cites a couple different studies um, that she, uh, and there has been studies, but they're very small. 2015, there was one, 30 people with mild sleep apnea wore adhesive patches over the mouth during their sleep for three nights at home. Snoring intensity, as reported by each of the partners, participants' bed partners, was reduced slightly. So they didn't get a lot of specifics. You know, I, I didn't invest, uh, I didn't really, 30 people's a small study in mild sleep apnea. 2020, there was another one. 18 people wore mouth tape. Uh, they, apparently, they discovered that uh, there's this thing called mouth puffed, which is inhaling through your mouth even though it's taped. Um, and it can actually uh, happen uh, apparently to restore breathing after an ep uh, a sleep apnea episode while you're sleeping. So this is uh, apparently trying to work through the idea of uh, the mouth tape or your body trying to, uh, I guess, uh, circumvent the mouth tape. Another study in 2020 had 20 mouth breathers with mild sleep apnea wore mouth tape overnight. 13 snored less intensely with tape in their mouths compared with the night without it. So some positive results uh, from these small studies. Uh, Ann Kearney is trying to make larger studies um, to, and specifically target people that don't have sleep apnea. And that seems to be kind of, I, want, I would say, the key um, is that, and what this article kind of highlights is that if you have diagnosed sleep apnea, mouth taping is definitely not for you. I mean, it could cause um, some other really big issues if you try to do mouth taping um, when you have sleep apnea. Uh, so... Let's see. Some of the symptoms of chronic sleep apnea, or yes, sleep apnea, include snoring, gasping for air, breathing during the night that starts or stops, sleepiness during the day, headaches or dry mouth, and frequently waking up in the night to urinate. Um, un un untreated obstructive sleep apnea has long-term consequences for health and well-being, including heart issues, stroke, greater difficulty controlling diabetes, and high blood pressure. It should be looked into, not just, hey, I snore, I'll tape my, tape my mouth. Um, so I think that's a, a huge uh, thing to take away from this uh, investigation into mouth taping is that it is definitely not for individuals that suffer from sleep apnea. And uh, I think the kind of the key is differentiating if I am someone who maybe I have mild sleep apnea. Um, if I do, mouth taping is probably not for me. If I don't, I'm just like a mouth breather that snores due to the way my jaw is kind of the structure of my jaw or my tongue falling back in its, you know, in my throat during the night. Maybe sleep or mouth taping is 
what can can help or maybe sleep maybe mouth taping can help me um but i think it's kind of uh probably the first step is getting that at home sleep apnea or sleep test done to see if i have sleep apnea because i will admit both my parents have sleep apnea um so um and my dad does is definitely a snorer so it, it may be something that's genetic like the, the high uh, high cholesterol that i have so um i think i don't think um, you know, I was interested, Shannon and I were talking about it. I was like, oh, maybe I just try it and report my, uh, report the, I guess the results on a podcast episode. But, uh, after reading this article and most of them saying, go, you know, make sure you talk to your primary care physician and first, probably before anything else is get, uh, 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 a sleep study done. Cause that can give you more information if you're, uh, appropriately maybe qualified to do mouth taping or it can, you know, it'd be safe for you to mouth taping is probably the better description. So yes, it's a thing. Uh, will it cure everybody of snoring? It does not seem that way. The small studies that have been done so far do not, uh, basically, uh, point that direction. Um, it may be appropriate for a small segment of people that snore um, that have non-sleep uh, apnea related snoring. Uh, they call it primary snoring. Is that what it's called in here? Let me see. Hold on. I saw the word. They used it. It was like called primary snoring. I know you guys I'm probably not. This isn't good pod trying to uh, search through here. But I want to say, I like I said, I don't have a lot of the symptoms associated with sleep apnea, uh, besides snoring, of course. Um, but um, that doesn't mean I don't have mild sleep apnea. So I think it's uh, it's it's something that um, just got to get that sleep study. And that was kind of interesting because I think I mentioned earlier. But my new primary care physician said, hey, we can order you a sleep study that you can do at home. So that might be what happens next. Maybe that's what we talk about on the podcast uh, about the sleep study and about the results of my sleep study. And, um, you know, not only what happened during the sleep study or what and, but what the, uh, you know, clinic comes back saying if I have sleep apnea, mild or severe. Um, it is called primary snoring. Um, it's, it's people with primary snoring, um, is probably where, uh, the, the mouth taping is more effective for opposed to people with sleep apnea. So there you go. That's the lowdown on mouth taping. Um, I'm definitely not going to be doing it, uh, without the doctor's kind of go ahead. Um, and those people that are wearing this hostage tape, I keep seeing, uh, you know, marketed and kind of targeted to me on Instagram. Uh, you guys can stop because I'm not going to buy it. Okay. Um, so now into what's got me pumped. So I think I maybe, oh, a couple weeks ago, I talked about, um, Prime Day. Yeah. I ordered some new shoes and they were barefoot esque shoes. And I, you know, I've been a fan. I've kind of got these low profile, not a ton of cushion, very kind of, they, they're, they're borderline bare toe or bare toe barefoot shoes uh they're not like the vibram ones that had like the individual toes in there i'm not into that per se but something with not a you know i i want my feet to kind of be somewhat conditioned and i think a ton of soul can can prevent that you know i think your foot can get deconditioned with when you have a ton of cushion and everything especially with me you know i, I don't do a ton of running so i think you know i i don't need a ton of uh cushion and arch support in my shoes um 
So I, I like uh, the ones that I've liked um, and that I've wore frequently are Nike free. Um, I think they're very comfortable and they're very kind of, uh, they're appropriate for the cross trainers is what I'm looking for. You know, something that works good in the gym. You know, if I need to do some cardio, whether it be on the treadmill or on the stair climber, uh, I can do it. So um, I bought some newer ones on Prime Day, as you guys heard, some, uh, I think they were Witten is the brand and i was looking at them and they were kind of the way they're described were kind of like barefoot-esque you know i thought they were very similar and i saw one of my clients wearing them i was like oh those look good and i saw this one um you know they had a couple different options color options sole options all this stuff so i just bought one that looked good got them in tried them on and they were wearing way more like those vibram finger or those uh you know toe shoes and I wore them for about four hours and I said, nope, not for me. Took them back, returned them to Amazon and um, was, you know, frustrated. I was like, man, now, now I really need shoes. My other ones had a hole in them anyways. Um, so finally I just went on Nike.com and I was like, all right, I'll just bite the bullet. Uh, and luckily my, the Nike free 5.0s, I found them and there's probably because they're an old model, I guess. Um, they were at a discount. So I got those, got them sent to me and now I'm wearing my Nike freeze, um, 5.0s and I'm a huge fan of them. You know, they're great for gym shoes in my opinion. Um, they don't have a lot of tread on them. So, which in my opinion is good in the Grinch gym, you know, they're kind of similar. They're not ch quite chucks or converse. So they're not extremely flat sold but they're very they're they're close to it so that's what i like about them um and they're they're very kind of uh conducive to my work and i would say uh fitness lifestyle so big fan that's what's got me pumped this week and uh guys we love bringing this podcast to you every week and we want to hear what you guys want us to talk about so if you have any uh probably fitness and wellness topics that you want us to investigate please let us know you can tell us by sending us a dm on the ATF podcast on Instagram. Um, that's a great way to get a hold of us, get some direct feedback from us. Um, also, you can let us know what you think of the podcast by leaving us a rating and review in Apple Podcasts or Spotify or your preferred podcast app. And for last but not least, please share the podcast with a friend. You know, obviously, smartphones and iPhones make it so easy nowadays. You guys can just, you know, copy and paste the link, send it to somebody if they want to learn about mouth taping, if they want to learn about protein bars, if they want to learn about sauna, if they want to learn about flotation therapy, about cryotherapy. We've done it all, guys. We've got a ton of interviews also with some uh, fitness and wellness experts. So please share something that you enjoy about the Please share. How about that? Everybody's homework for this week. Find an episode of the ATF podcast that you love and share it with a friend. Turn somebody onto the podcast. We really appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed this week's episode. And I'm sure Shannon will be back next week. Uh, so if you miss her too much, don't let her know. Make sure you send her get well messages. So she'll be back next week. This has been another edition of the Addicted to Fitness podcast. And we'll check in next time. For all things Addicted to Fitness, you can check out our website, AddictedToFitnessPodcast.com. You can also give us a follow on Twitter, at The ATF Podcast, and like and follow the Addicted to Fitness Podcast Facebook page. Last but not least, please give us a rating and review in the iTunes Store. Thanks. Thanks.